Welcome to the Reclaim Your Truth podcast. My name is Kimberly Moriarty and I'm a coach. And this podcast is dedicated to the process of reclaiming the truth that resides in us all. By getting alignment with the self that knows you have within you all you need to create the life you were born to live. So join me as I share some of my own experiences and insights and those of others who have transformed their lives against all odds. This podcast is for those who are ready to step into the lives they were born to lead. So come, let's take this step together. Hello, my lovelies, and welcome back to another episode with your girl, Kay Bizzle, for shizzle. Happy New Year. Ngā mihi o te That's Tereo Māori for Happy New Year. So we are coming to the end of the festive season for many of us. Uh, it's January the 3rd, 2021, and in the past two weeks, we've seen the winter solstice, the Jupiter and Saturn conjunction, and a full moon on the second to last day of the year. So a lot of cosmic activity. And for me personally, I've also felt a lot of activity going on under the surface. And the main lesson I'm taking away from this holiday period has been about letting go. Letting go of judgment, expectations, anger, past stories about myself, and being able to recognize that I have a choice to do that with whatever makes me feel uneasy, distressed, or unhappy. I can just let it go because, boo, this life is way too short. So, before the holidays, I had planned to make the most of my time off. I was going to complete two online courses. Um, I'd purchased, um, participate in an online meditation retreat, get my social media plan in place for the next month, finish a few books I've been, you know, I've been reading, uh, get myself into a new improved routine in time for the new year. And I didn't do a lot of those things. Instead, I ate too much and I watched five series of Peaky Blinders. I also, as I sometimes do, battled with whether or not to drink alcohol on Christmas Day. Now, for some of you, that might not mean much, but I used to be a pig, big, I used to be a pig. <laughs> I used to be a big party girl. Um, I could drink for days and, you know, I sometimes would. And looking back on that lifestyle, I'm just super grateful that I've come such a long way since then. I also reverted to Islam about six years ago now and drinking alcohol is prohibited. And I've gone through periods of being teetotal. But it continues to be one thing that I battle with myself um, over and over again. And I've built up so many stories around alcohol that I often find myself making a mountain out of a molehill. And the truth is, I did have a few drinks on Christmas Day. But even after the occasional one or two glasses now, I experience anxiety for days later. And I just feel like I'm on a bad come down. And actually, when I did drink a lot before, this is how I spent years of my life feeling. And I can actually say that I don't even enjoy drinking anymore. So why do I find it so hard to say no to? I realised I've held on to a lot of stories around alcohol and continue to associate who I am with the person I used to be. And some of the stories I cling to sound a bit like this. You know, I find it hard because I grew up around alcohol and parties. Uh, my mum was a big drinker. All my family are like that. I feel like I have to when I'm around my my non-Muslim friends. Um, And it's boring without it. Blah, 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 blah. 
just layer upon layer of stories and rules I've made up to justify my position on when I can and can't drink. And they basically convince the self that I should drink. And because I'm telling myself I should, there's a huge inner resistance against the part of me that wishes I could just give it up for good this time. It's the whole what you resist persists. So a few days after Christmas Day, and being out of sync with my usual routine and feeling some sort of self-deprecation starting to set in, I felt the need for a reset. And I decided that I would complete my own silent, uh, silent retreat at home. And I started by participating in an online meditation retreat the day before. And on the day of my silent retreat, I started with writing my intention for the day, um, which was to release old negative patterns and start the year, the year with new energy. And I spent the day doing a lot of meditation, journaling and just sitting with myself and observing my thoughts. And I cried for the first time in ages, not because I was sad about anything in particular, but I just needed to release whatever, whatever emotions were, were caged up in me. And what I took away from that day was a deeper understanding that feeling bad about my lack of discipline was not conducive to my happiness or my spiritual development. You know, I'd placed these expectations on myself of how I should spend my time off. And when they didn't go, when it didn't go as planned, you know, I was disappointed in myself. And that's the thing about expectations. They invariably lead to disappointment because they're a figment of the imagination. You know, expectations are a well-wishing of how we predict or would like things to go. And when we attach emotions to the outcomes, then we can be in a bit of trouble if things don't go as predicted. <clears throat> now, I realised that I should have placed... Well, I realised that because I had placed the expectations on myself, that, you know, I had the control to remove them and just enjoy the fact that, you know, I get to live to see another day. Um, I reaffirmed to myself that, you know, ultimately I just want to lead a life that's in alignment with my values and that make me feel good. And, you know, I choose to be a person who only does what is good for me because I put my health and well-being first. And I take care of the body I've been entrusted, I've been entrusted with uh, for this earthly mission. And funnily enough, on New Year's Eve, I didn't actually feel the same niggling feeling or thoughts about whether I should drink or not. And when I decided to let go of judging myself and just enjoy the time off I had, the thoughts I had about being a failure disappeared almost instantly. And funnily enough, the last few days, I've actually got more work done, more than I expected, because I stopped expecting to do anything. And so I had requainted myself with the art of letting go. And only a day or so later, I was tested by another situation which would actually require the same solution. So three days ago, at a few minutes past midnight on New Year's Day, uh, my best friend decided that we needed to have a conversation. And I'd actually had a suspicion that something was up with her um, after a few abrupt replies to um, some of my texts on Christmas Eve. Um, but I decided to ignore um, ignore her attitude on, on the messages entirely. Anyway, on New Year's Eve, she decided to tell me that she felt I hadn't been a very good friend. 
well, that I hadn't been a very good friend to her in the past six months. And she felt like I was only contacting her when I needed something. Um, and she wanted things to change because she feared that we would grow apart. And I was a little shocked at first. And after spending the early hours of 2021 ruminating, I began to get pretty pissed off. And I was thinking to myself, how could she bloody say that? How selfish. You know, no, we didn't spend as much time together as we used to because there was a fucking lockdown (laughs) going on for most of the year. And I've been very focused on building my coaching business. You know, what a fucking ungrateful shit to even suggest such a thing. And this just went around and around in my head. I spoke to my boyfriend about it. I spoke to another friend about it. And after a seven hour sleep, I woke up feeling even more annoyed by the whole situation. And later that morning, I stood in the shower with the same stream of thought running through my mind on repeat. You know, I was actually stuck in a discussion in my head between myself and my friend, who was actually also myself. And oh my goodness, what an absolute pointless waste of time. And as I continued this internal debate about why I should be pissed off and how dare she, a voice interrupted saying, let it go. And I stopped for a second to check myself and I pondered that sentiment. Yes, I could let it go. I mean, it was already causing me distress, not to mention consuming my every thought. And in Eckhart Tolle's book, The New Earth, um, I'm not sure if you've read it, but if you haven't, I highly recommend it. He writes this about the ego. Most people are so completely identified with the voice in the head the incessant stream of involuntary and compulsive thinking and the emotions that accompany it that we may describe them as being possessed by their mind. As long as you are completely unaware of this, you take the thinker to be who you are. This is the egoic mind. And yeah, that kind of came to me as I was thinking about this concept of just letting it go. Um, And I mean, what did holding on to what she said or judging it give me? Well, it gave me an excuse to be pissed off. Something to be resentful about. A reason to feel superior because why the hell was she making such a big deal? I mean, why are people so intense with their friendships? Why are you asking so much from me? What are all these conditions? (laughs) I mean, the situation also gave me an excuse to be angry. And anger is an emotion I'm quite familiar with. You know, it's part of an old identity I've worked very hard to let go of over the years. I used to be someone with a quick temper. I used to be very explosive. I'd see red. I'd want to get into physical fights. I grew up around violence. Another story as to why I was so angry. Uh, Eckhart also writes, The unconscious drive behind the ego is to strengthen who I think I am. And I was like, hell no, that is not who I am. So I reasoned with myself, you know, I can't take away from her experience. If that's how she feels, then that's her her reality. And no matter how I feel about it, this is what is real for her. 
And I had two choices. Accept her, her feedback and move on. Or secretly harbour resentment and work on removing her from my life. <laughs> you know, like people are just that easy to get rid of after eight years of friendship. Why was I so angry about it? Maybe because deep down I knew she was right. I had been a pretty shitty best friend and she'd called me out on my bullshit. And I reflected on how much she must value our friendship to have had such a difficult conversation with me and that although I didn't entirely agree with everything she said, there was a a lesson to learn from the situation. You know, if I'm going to show up and serve people powerfully in my work life, then I must be prepared to start doing it in my personal life with my friends and my family. You know, I also needed to take ownership of my life and how I experienced it and train myself to let go and forgive situations. Now, after having this uh, discussion with myself in the shower and realising, yeah, I could let it go and actually just feeling instantly lighter, A day later, I actually caught myself unconsciously starting to think about the situation again. You know, I had no feeling associated with it, but I became aware of the conversation my ego was trying to have with itself and how that could lead to me having feelings about it if I didn't know any better. And it does make me laugh how persistent ego can be. Uh, Eckhart writes again uh, that the underlying motion emotion that governs all activity of the ego is fear. The fear of being nobody, of non-existence, the fear of death. And I saw that with the thoughts that were entering my mind. They were like uh, my ego's last ditch effort, you know, clutching on its straws to continue to live on in this situation. And what I've really started to notice is that my cultivation of awareness through my meditation practice has made it possible for me to become aware of my thoughts, of my ego, which then allows me to be free of it, even if it's just for a few minutes. But this practice of awareness has been integral in me awakening to the ego in me and the way it often appears. So having said all that, I am walking into 2021 with a commitment to continue to develop my awareness and to train myself to let go of expectations, judgments, thoughts that no longer serve me, and most importantly, anything that just causes strife to my life. It's not something that happens overnight. It will only become habit through practice. But it is a conscious choice I will need to make every time a negative emotion crops up. But Experiencing what I have in the past few weeks, I know it's worth the effort to feel peace over the toxicity of ongoing negative thoughts about myself and others. You know, knowing I can let go equips me with the greatest armour and it's something I've had in me all, all along. Um, so, since I don't like to ramble on for too long or lose your attention, I think I'll leave it there. And I hope that this has been of some use to you. And, you know, if you have any questions and want to connect, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at Reclaim Your Truth. And I pray only goodness comes your way and that you too are also learning from the many lessons that life gives us each day. Until next time.